Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from SDN NFV World Congress in The Hague, and I'm very delighted to be joined by Vincent Seat, Head of Enterprise Architecture for Globe Telecom. Welcome, Vincent. Hi. Morning. So this is the first time Globe Telecom has been on the show, and we're delighted to have you here, Vincent. Why don't you introduce Globe Telecom for those in the audience that are not familiar with the company? Certainly. So we are tier one operator in the Philippines. So there are two operators over there, and our mobile subscribers is over 80 million as of now. And we provide mobile services, fixed line services such as broadband, telephony and even enterprise business services as well. That's fantastic. I know that you're here engaging at the show, talking about what Global Telecom is delivering. If you look at where you are with the transformation of networks to virtualized alternatives, do you think that the industry has fully delivered on the promise of NFE? And how is Globe Telecom looking at this technology as you modernize your networks? Definitely not, because NFE has been defined since 2012, I believe. We're already seven years into the making, and I don't think any operator in the world can claim that they have successfully done that already. Many of us are still on the journey, and we are at different phases of the journey. For Globe, fortunately, we are just starting. As I said, fortunately, because we have seen many tier one operators elsewhere in the world trying to do that in the past five years or so, seven years. And then from our observation, it seems like, you know, they are spending a lot of resources to actually crack around NFV to get the maximum benefit out of it. So we are fortunate that, you know, we are taking in all these learnings such that we can better orchestrate our next steps moving forward. What is the benefit of this transformation from a standpoint of Globe Telecom and what does it offer your customer base? Well, I don't think from the customer point of view, they will see a big change because they're only seeing the services right from their point of view. But from a cost structure point of view, definitely it's going to change dramatically because we are able to diversify the investment and there's greater synergy of pulling the different infrastructure resources together such that we can actually negotiate for a better price from our vendors. And that's how we can actually reduce the cost internally. And then, of course, with the savings, we can translate into better services to our customers eventually. Now, I know that cost efficiency is one primary driver, but there's also the benefit of the management and orchestration of network services within a virtualized environment. How do you view that? From a maturity point of view? Mm -hmm. So in terms of orchestration, that is pretty much driven by the standardized specification by XC. That has already been implemented by many NEPs out there. I would say the orchestration piece seems to be working so far, but I think greater issues lies around the orchestration. So there is piece around the virtual infrastructure manager and also SDN controller. For these two functional components, I think the XC didn't really quite define how these two functions be interworking together. And that gives rise to many different interpretations by the vendors in the industry, which resulted into a lot of integration problems. Now, you talked about your over 80 million mobile customers, but I know that you have a number of enterprise customers as well, and that you're working with Amdocs to drive new innovation for your enterprise customers. Tell me about why this is a bit different than how you'd service your consumer base. Well, I think for the most part of our history, we've been focusing a lot on the consumer experience out there. We have been trying to provide self-service experience to our consumer, even omni-channel experience to the consumer. We have actually neglected our enterprise customer who 
in a way are consumer in their own right. So that's why we are now actively looking into how can we provide consumer-like experiences to them as well, meaning empowering them with self-service capabilities such that they no longer always have to interact with their account managers. That is definitely very important still, but that can be reserved for more strategic conversations. So other areas where they can do their own self-service, that would be great. And it will help to actually reduce the customer costs as well. Do you see a lot of traction for UCPE or SD-WAN implementations with these customers? Definitely. So with a UCPE, we can put in a lot of functions on there, thereby reducing the footprint as well that's needed at the customer premises. SDM1 is definitely important because a lot of our customers are actually operating in multiple countries. That's why they need the worldwide connectivity. And being able to orchestrate that seamlessly across the world is very important to our business operation. Now, obviously, you're in the Hague talking to the providers of network infrastructure and network function software. What are you seeing at the show so far that's exciting you in terms of the industry's progress towards some of those challenges that you talked about earlier? Well, the show has not really started technically. We are still in the pre-conference day. But I think based on the first two hours so far, to me, what is very encouraging is the session happening in Mississippi Room, where a gathering of the different standard development bodies are there trying to find opportunities where they can collaborate with one another. I think that's very important because a lot of this SDO, they are actually working in their own verticals and then they don't really so-called go into the space of the others just to be diplomatically correct. But I think venues like this will give them the opportunity to come together to collectively look at what are the gaps that they have not been able to address while they were doing their own standards definition in their own areas. So I think it's a very good start to begin with. Now, it's interesting. You talked earlier about the fact that NFE was created in about 2012 in terms of the standards and specifications. Fast forward seven years, many have made progress, but you're right. No provider that I can think of is 100% virtualized. At Intel, we think about this as the second generation of NFEI delivery. What advantage does that give Globe Telecom in terms of learning from some of the challenges of first mover providers and taking advantage of the additional efficiency or advancement of the technology? Well, we draw experiences from their implementation. So I mentioned earlier on the integration complexity. I think most of the first mover operators, they started with vertical stacks. So many instances of NFVI were being built over the last few years. And then they were trying to slowly open up that stack to create horizontal layers across NFVI such that they can reduce the overall cost, of course. I mean, living up to the promise and to be able to orchestrate the VNFs seamlessly. But I think from what we are seeing, it's still quite difficult to get to that state. A lot of this is due to the fact that there's a, a lot of tight integration between the different components. And for example, I was earlier on sharing with my panelists that there are three myths that I believe that is driving this. So the first one is, it seems like the VIM and the hypervisor always must come as a pair, meaning it has to be provided by the same vendor. And then the SDN controller can only manage the switches from the same provider. That's the second myth. And then given that I mentioned that XE has not really defined the delineation between the VIM and the SDN controller, that gives rise to a lot of interpretation by the industry. And that results into tight in integration. It seems like the VIM and the SDN controller has to be from the same vendor. If you tie these three meals together, you go back to the vertical stack. Right. <laughs> so you have no way to break this continuum. If you, if so we need some additional investment in driving true interoperability across yes. the MMs yes. and underlying infrastructure. That's right. And that may be a premium that the first mover operators may afford to pay because they have a huge internal team 
that is working on this to actually customize the different layers and also to do integration with the vendors. But for smaller telco like Globe, relative to them, I think we do not have that luxury. That's why we have to depend a lot on our SIs to work on that. Yeah. It's interesting that you say this, Vincent, because I come from the data center background. And if you look at the history of virtualization and data centers, same challenge and same challenge point of VM interoperability within a heterogeneous environment. So it seems like we keep coming back to the same challenges within virtualization. When you look forward, and you know, we talked about the history of NFEI, where would you like Globe Telecom to be in two years in terms of advancement with this technology? And what would you like to see from the industry? So for Globe, right, we're actually working on a unified cloud infrastructure initiative. So in this initiative, we are trying to actually pull together the different infrastructure resources within the different groups of Globe, like from the network team, the IT team, and even the enterprise business team. Uh, we will build this common cloud infrastructure for them, and then we will manage the different workloads from these different groups. And we hope that by within two years' time, we will have this operational and start to see the benefits coming out from this infrastructure. As an industry, as I mentioned earlier on, I really want the SDO bodies to come together, to work together, to define what are the gaps that they are seeing today in this space and to actually fill those gaps properly with the right APIs, best practices and all that. For vendors, I think, they need to get out of their comfort zone. The vendors have to really see that being able to fully open up their solution to be interoperable with any other solutions from any vendors is actually an advantage to them, not as a threat. Because I think a lot of them, they are still trying to maintain their stronghold in a particular market and they're only forming strategic alliances with some of their partners to go together and sell a, I wouldn't say a truly open horizontal stack, but a pre-verified stack to the customers. And then, of course, for operators, what can we do? I'm sure a lot of us have heard about the common NFVI telco task force that was being formed recently, sponsored by Linux Foundation Networking and GSME. I think the operators must come together so that we can make our voice loud enough to the vendor community to really understand what we want and how can we progress the NFVI maturity. Sounds like good challenges ahead. Yes, that's right. Thank you so much for being on the program today, Vincent. It's been Thank a pleasure. You. We would love to have you back on Chip Chat as Globe Telecom makes progress in this arena and learns from your own trials of adoption and bring those learnings back to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.